Vineyard Westside welcomes everyone. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done. Come as you are, because we believe that love wins, period. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, Vineyard Westside. Oh my gosh, seriously. Every single song, every single song rocked it. Thank you, worship team. So everybody give them a big hand. Um, before we get started today, I'm going to call the ushers forward. They always stand in the back and they're waving. They're waving at you, so you can't forget about them. So we're going to go ahead and take an offering. You know, when we do an offering around here, um, we're not putting our hands in your pockets. God's not putting his hands in your pockets. Um, this is just a way that if you're thankful for the things that God has given you and you want to give a portion back of what he has given you, this is the time to do that. There is no pressure here. Um, joyful givers, cheerful givers is what we want to be, and that's what God wants us to be. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and pray us, uh, pray us into this offering period. So Lord, thank you. Thank you for everything that you've given us. We recognize that every good thing comes from you. And God, we're just going to use this time right now to give a, a portion of it back to you so that you can use it to advance your kingdom, to bring more people to our family. So we give it to you cheerfully and ask that you use it, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, we do have um, some stuff going on. The most important thing is that we have this local mission project, and it's about the, um, the clothing that we're collecting for the Mountain Crest Nursing Home. And next Saturday, and thank you for everybody that gave to that already, um, next Saturday we are going to be sorting, laundering, and folding um, the, the clothing that you have brought to us. And we need help with that. And that's going to be uh, next Saturday um, from 9, we're going to be here pretty much all day, from 9 to 11, we're going to be pre-sorting the clothes. From 1 to 3, laundering, and 1 to 5, we're going to do the final um, stacking and, and folding and everything. Um, we need your help. I, I do hear that just a bird, a little birdie told me that something about food and lunch. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, maybe if you're hungry and you want to help, that's your, that's your thing to do. Um, really would appreciate your help with that. Oh my gosh, the worship today, like I said, was just, was just amazing. Um, our message today is people get ready. And so who needs to be rescued today? Who needs to be, I know I do. I need to be rescued. Need to be rescued today. You know, at every door, your Savior is knocking. At every door, your Savior is knocking. Are you ready? Are you ready to answer the door? Do you want to answer the door? So how ready are you? Were any of you scouts growing up? Boy scouts, girl scouts, raise hand. Okay, girl scouts, tell me, what was the girl scout motto? Oh, wait, do we not know it? We should all, all of us girl scouts should be able to say the girl scout motto. Hmm? Be prepared, be prepared, the girl scout motto. Man, you guys need a refresher course. I think that's a class we're gonna have here. 
Girl Scout refresher course here at Vineyard Westside. Be prepared, it's be prepared. Um, yeah, that's what we're gonna talk about today is being prepared. I just have to say that and I'm sure like a lot of you, I was not prepared for what happened over just a little bit over, over a year ago, right? Yeah, so do, are any of you doomsday preppers? Um, know any doomsday preppers? So if you're a doomsday prepper, you might have stocked up toilet paper. Um, but I just wanna say for those of us that aren't doomsday preppers, that was the furthest thing from our mind. That was the furthest thing from our mind. And in fact, now I think if I could go back to Christmas of 2019, I would ask Santa to bring me toilet paper. So unfortunately I can't go back, but I can try to be prepared for the things that, that are coming at me and, and uh, in the future. You know, I, I didn't think we'd ever see a day here in the United States of America where you go and like there's no food on the shelves. Um, that was quite shocking to me. And then you would go and you could, you're like, okay, I'm gonna stock up on this stuff and you could buy one. You could buy one sausage patty, right? It's like, no more, no more people, family of five, you get one sausage patty to split between you. Um, so it was really hard. It was especially hard um, for my grandson, Lincoln, who is autistic and nonverbal, and he is, has a very uh, particular diet that he has chosen, and he just will not eat anything else. And one of the things that he wants and eats is um, DiGiorno's self-rising pepperoni pizza, okay, cooked at 400 degrees for 17 minutes in the middle rack of the oven. So you get, I mean, it, it has to be very specific. And it's, if it's not DiGiorno's, and I want to tell you, if DiGiorno's changed their packaging, he would have a conniption fit. Um, but what happened during the pandemic is there was no, there were no pizzas to be found. All of you people, next time leave the pizzas for Lincoln, okay? Um, because the one thing that this child would eat other than Starburst is this pepperoni pizza. And so we put a shout out, luckily, on Facebook. Thank you all you Facebook friends. I know there are people here who helped us with this. But we put a shout out on Facebook just telling people what the issue was and people, hundreds of people started looking for these pepperoni pizzas. Um, it wasn't long before we had so many pepperoni pizzas that we had to find places to store. You know, they're frozen. They got to be stored, right? Um, you got to find a place to store those circular treats, right? Um, but it was a good problem to have and we got through the pandemic with enough pizzas, um, but we were not prepared. We were not prepared for that. Um, you know, my sweet husband, he's a little bit of a doomsday prepper. It's a limited, it's limited doomsday prepping. Um, so he has been buying protein bars in bulk, and he buys sometimes 120, 150 protein bars at a time, right? We currently have, I'm just thinking as I say this, that he must eat a lot of protein bars. I think he feels guilty about having them lay around. I don't know. Um, but we currently have probably at least 500 protein bars at our house. So now you know where to come if Armageddon happens, right? You come to the Winkler house. Um, so come on over. We've got 500 protein bars. But, but now that I really 
put that into perspective, I'm just like 500 protein bars divided by two people, that's only, if we're just eating one a day, that's only 250 days that we're gonna survive. And first of all, you're not invited. And second of all, second of all, Ted, I think we need more protein bars, okay? Just, just keep working on eBay and finding those bargains. I'm serious, he buys like 120 protein bars for $20, which would normally be sometimes twice that much. Of course, they might be out of date, but you know, there's details. So, do any of you remember Y2K? We're talking about being prepared. Y2K, the world was gonna come to an end because we were going from 1999 to 2000. One year, and now the world's gonna come to an end. Do you remember what that felt like? We did doomsday prep at that point. We did buy, I don't know that we bought toilet paper, but we had water, we had a lot of water that we stored in our basement, a lot of food, um, candles, you know, we had things in case everything fell apart. For those of you who are way too young to know what Y2K was, um, it was, and this is just a lay person explaining this, so all of you computer geeks just ignore this. Um, but basically, when the year 2000 hit, it was gonna be a big problem because the computers were not gonna be ready for it. They weren't gonna be ready for it because they could only go to 99. They weren't prepared to go to, everything was just in a two-digit, I did Google this, by the way. Um, everything just was in this two-digit form, 99. You know, 88, 89, 90, 99, and then it's not gonna go to 2000. So actually, I just thought, oh, it all ended up being okay, but as I, as I researched it, I found out that there were computer geeks all over the world that spent billions of dollars fixing that issue. So when the year 2000 hit, our computers were like, did you all think that it just magically didn't, nothing happened? That's what I thought too. I'm like, oh no, they actually fixed it. They fixed the glitch. Well, Anyway, so somebody was prepared so that we didn't have to be. Like all those computer geeks were prepared for it. Um, you know, the worst thing that I can think to try to prepare for is camping. I don't know how many of you are campers. Um, I'm not a solid camper in that I don't have a stock of stuff that I'm just like, we're going camping and you put it all together. So when I'm going camping, I mean, basically you gotta take your whole house with you, don't you? You have to take your bed, let's think about it. You gotta take your bed and your pillow and your clothes, and your food, and your drinks, and your pots, and pans, and plates, and utensils. I mean, it's a lot of stuff. You know, firewood if you want it. And then, you know, when you take your food, you gotta have mini refrigerators called coolers. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you have to prepare for. Um, and I can tell you that there are a lot of times that I have been unprepared for things in my life. I was unprepared for the pandemic. I was unprepared. Um, my husband was unprepared one time when we went on a cruise. Um, we packed up our stuff. I did not pack his stuff, by the way. Um, so we each packed up our own stuff. We get to the cruise, and I, on the cruise you get to go, I mean, it's the one time in your life that you get to dress fancy. So, you know, the long gowns, the men in their suits. And so Ted had his suit coat, his tie, his dress shirt, in fact, probably a couple of dress shirts, um, but he forgot pants. 
completely, no pants. No pants for the whole cruise. Um, and so that basically meant that he was not allowed to dine because he couldn't wear shorts or swim trunks to the fancy dining room. And so um, luckily he fit into my girl pants. And um, <laughs> so he fit into my girl pants and I just wanna say that he rocked them. So there's no other guy, there's no other guy who could wear girl pants like my Teddy. So I'm just saying it. He looked good, man. He looked good. Thank God we're about the same size. So we are currently, I'm, I'm bringing all this up, and the title of the message is People Get Ready. We are currently and have been since Ash Wednesday in a time of preparation. Lent is a time of preparation. I don't know how much you guys have been preparing, um, but it's not too late to start today. Okay, if you haven't been preparing for Easter, it's not too late to start. Um, you might be thinking, so what do we have to prepare for? Um, and what I want you to know is that you have to be prepared to receive. There's something good coming. At every door your Savior's knocking, you've got to be prepared to receive what he has coming for you. Okay. Um, in my day job, I help people get their ha houses ready to sell, and I recently had a friend who had been renting her house. Uh, she moved out of town, so she had been renting her house here in Cincinnati, and um, she decided, man, the market's hot. Let's go ahead and sell this thing now. So I go into her house after the renter moves out, and it was just a mess. It was an absolute mess. Um, but the... The worst part is, <laughs> and I'm going to show you a picture, one of the areas of worst repair was the bathroom. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Isn't that great looking? By the way, that is my stuff in the sink, so they didn't leave that. But this stuff over here on the right-hand side, all of that tile, um, I don't know how many of you know, so you can leave, leave that up for just a second. Um, but people will glaze tile when they don't like the color of it. So whoever glazed this tile probably hadn't prepared the surface ahead of time. And this was all peeling off and it was gross. And you can take it down because it just is nasty looking. Um, so here I am, I'm looking at this, this bathroom. I've got an out-of-town client who has had just had knee surgery. So she's not coming into town. I'm thinking, yeah, um, this house is not going to sell for that much. Is she going to put five or $10,000 into this bathroom to try to um, make it decent, you know, kitchens and baths sell. Um, so there I was. What do I do? I see this mess, and it's overwhelming. Um, the only thing that I knew to do was that that old glazing all had to come off. That had to come off. Everything had to be stripped down in order for that wall to receive something new, to receive new glazing, okay? So there I was, I was all set, I'm ready, I'm gonna clean up. I knew that I had to get a solution that was strong enough to take that glazing off. By the way, citrus strip, you know, I'll tell you guys about it later if you ever wanna do this. So anyway, so I spent the time, I spent the next four days applying a stripper, which had to sit for 24 hours, and then I came back, scrape, 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 then take more stripper, scrape, scrape, scrape. So for four days, I do this process. And eventually, I get down to the point 
that it's completely removed and it's clean. Do we have that picture? So there you go. So much, much better, huh? Much better, yeah. So the preparation was the hardest part. You can go ahead and take that picture down. Yeah, the preparation was the hardest part. Um, you know, getting all that crud off of the tile. I honestly, I didn't want you to look at it too long because after I took that picture, I realized that there was some crud still on there that I ended up having to scrape off. <laughs> um, you really have to get everything. If you want to put something new on, you have to get rid of the old stuff or the new stuff isn't gonna stick, okay? And so that's how it is with this glazing. So. I went ahead and I did, I'll, I'll show you the finished project, product, and it's not, this is not completely finished, because if I had known I was gonna show you guys this picture, I would have cocked around the, yeah, so I didn't. Okay, so you can go ahead and take that down. So we need to be prepared to receive, just like this, this wall <laughs> of tile had crud on it, as we walk through life, we pick stuff up, we pick crud up, right? Um, where we sin, um, sometimes people are throwing crud at us and we let it stick to us, right? Um, but to be able to receive what we have coming to us, we need to prepare ourselves. So that's what's happening during Lent, as we are preparing ourselves. The first thing that we need to do to prepare to receive is recognize the mess. When I walked into that bathroom, I recognized it was a mess. You know, I saw, I saw the dirt. I saw what needed to be cleaned up. But we have to recognize that we have messes that need cleaning up in our lives. In Romans 3.23, and it's a verse that you all know, I'm sure, very well. It says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. It's not for some have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And honestly, every day, Every day, I need to repent for something, it seems like. You know, I am, I am not perfect. You know, I am on the glory road, but I'm not there. You know, I'm not there. So I have stuff that I have picked up or that's been thrown at me that I need to clean up. So I just need to, I'm, I want to demonstrate. I just need an assistant. Can I have an assistant? Oh, you, yes, you, you. Random man. Random man in the front row. Yeah, it can come on up. I don't know this man. I've never seen him before. Just like in the magic tricks when they tell you that. Wait, are you going on a journey first? Um, man. Yes. Yeah, so he's, he's coming up, having given no prior instructions to this man, you would think. Um, so, no, not there. Do what I told you to do when we were at home. My goodness. <laughs> this was really going to work. I should have I written the instructions out. Okay, so I don't know what he's doing. I have no idea what he's picking up. He's just on his journey up here to the stage. This random man, this random man is up here on his journey to the stage. I'm so glad that you could join us. What's, what's your name, sir? I forgot. Okay. Ted. This is Ted, and, and he has agreed to be my lovely assistant. I, I really appreciate that, and, and thank you so much for coming. I have something that I want to give you. You know, I, I, I see that you are on a journey and that you, 
you've picked some things up along the way, along your journey, and man, they, they look kind of heavy, but you know what, I really, this is really important, and I think it's something that you really, really need to receive, so I am just, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss this to you, and you, you can go ahead and catch it, okay? What's up with that? You've got all that stuff in your hand, so try it again. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, gosh. You know what? You know what I think needs to happen? I think this needs to happen. I think you need to get rid of some of this stuff. Is this stuff that you want to keep, do you think? Here, I'll, I'll, get, I'll help you get rid of that. Let's see. Because I don't know. Do you want to keep this? is gossip. Do you want to keep that around? No, you don't want to keep that gossip around. Um, lying, like if you're lying, no, 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 you don't want to keep that. Oh, what's this one? Lust and greed? Is that stuff, do you want to keep that? That's, that's a heavy one. This one is envy and gluttony. Do you, did you want to hold on to that one? Okay, okay. Um, what else you got? Lies. Oh, man, that's just lies maybe that people told about you, right? That maybe you were believing. You want to keep... No, okay. Okay. Know what you got last there? Guilt and shame. Man. That's a bestseller. Oh, You're not supposed to upstage, okay. <laughs> so guilt and shame, I mean, this is, this is a heavy-duty one. This is a heavy-duty one right here, this guilt and shame. Seriously, this is, this is a lot. That's a lot of stuff that you were carrying around. How do you feel right now? You feel like you could receive right now? You feel like you could receive? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nice. Thank you. Thank you, lovely assistant. Thank you, random lovely assistant, for, for coming up and, and joining us on stage. He's shy. And um, anyway, but sometimes you make your husband, you know, do all, all the things you need done. So clearly, the stuff that my assistant had picked up made it impossible for him to catch what I was throwing to him. What was being thrown to him was grace, okay? So when you carry around, when you carry around, when you're that unclean tile with all the crud on it, when you carry that stuff around, it's pretty hard for you to receive or even think that you're worthy of receiving God's grace, right? So we need to clean, we need to clean, start with a clean surface. And that is people get ready. This is preparing to receive. And that's what you're doing during this time of Lent. So first we have to recognize, we have to see the mess in our lives. And then we have to clean it up. So how do we clean it up? How do we, how do we clean up the stuff? I'm gonna call it repent and release. Because there are some things that you need to repent for. There are sins in your life. You know, things that you've done wrong, you've never admitted to anybody, you've never asked for forgiveness for. Um, actually, and if you have guilt and shame, <laughs> if you're carrying around guilt and shame, 
there is something you do not feel forgiven, even though God has forgiven you, if you've told him you're sorry and you've asked for forgiveness, he's forgiven you, you're carrying around something that really you have no permission in the kingdom to do. Um, so the guilt and the shame. So repent, get rid of the sins, and release, get rid of the things that you're not supposed to be holding on to, the things that other people threw at you and you allowed to stick, okay? The things that you've allowed to stick, even though God said, that should be gone, you know, and you've allowed it to stay. So there's also the forgiveness of others. Um, amen to that. In Matthew 3, 1 through 3, it says, In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. So cleaning it up is about repenting. And for those of you that don't get the word repenting, confessing, saying that you're sorry for what you've done. So repent, for the kingdom of heaven is ne has come near. This is he who, has, who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of the one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight paths for him. People get ready, right? People get ready. It's time to prepare, repair or pre prepare to receive. Okay, so how many of you make a straight path for the Lord? Or how do you make a straight path for the Lord? And the way to make a straight path for the Lord is to clear debris. I was actually out in Indiana um, two days ago, and it had been just right after a storm. And I, the way I, so I had to take GPS, I went in to this house, came back out, and went the same way I had come through and there was a huge tree that had fallen. I mean, this was like 15 minutes. Within 15 minutes time, a huge tree had fallen across the road and had blocked the way. And I had to turn around. I was thinking about clearing the path, but I was by myself. Um, it was a huge tree. Um, but, I mean, just picture that. The stuff that you have in your life is debris that's fallen across a road. It's fallen across the path. Here's you. There's Jesus on the other side. You can see him, but you can't get to him because there's something blocking it. You know, and that's what we're talking about, preparing, getting rid, getting rid of all of this stuff. Um, luckily, I found another way around uh, to get out of there. But we all have debris or garbage um, that we maybe haven't cleaned up. Maybe you've repented of some things and, and you have collected other sins along the way. Um, those things need to be cleaned up so that you can prepare the way for the Lord, make a straight path for him. So just like the old crud that had to be stripped from the bathroom tile, right? Just like the man up here holding on to all of his stuff, all of those things have to be put down and cleaned up so that we can receive something new. And that's what Easter is all about. We're receiving, we're receiving something new. God wants to bring something new and beautiful to your life. Proverbs 28, 13 says, Whoever conceals their sin does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. 
So repenting, confessing your sin, is the way. It's also called reconciliation. If you desire to have nothing separating you and Jesus, confess your sins and ask for forgiveness. It's a great way to make a straight path for the Lord. So picture, yeah, I already did that. Um, so confession removes all obstacles, like the tree that was across the road. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 19 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling, connecting the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. The message of us being together, right? So Jesus made it easy for us. He was without sin. And he chose to be punished for every sin that each of us would ever commit. All that we have to do is to lay our crud at the feet of the cross and to pick up, to pick up the grace that he's freely given us. So are you prepared to receive at every door your Savior is knocking? Are you prepared to receive? It's not too late. It's not too late to do that. Easter is just a couple of weeks away where we celebrate the victory, where we celebrate the great victory Jesus died for our sins. He was buried, and three days later, he rose from the dead. So are you ready? Are you ready for that? Are you ready for the reason that he died on the cross? He died on the cross so we could be rid of our crud, so that would be, we could be clean, totally cleaned off and ready to receive, ready for new glazing, right? We're ready for something new, ready for something new. So in Romans 3, 24 and 25, it says, all are justified freely by his grace. Through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus, God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. So all are justified by his grace. Are you ready to receive it? Are you ready? Are you ready to put your stuff down? Your stuff down that stops you from receiving it. So I just, um, just want to prepare to receive right now. So I've been praying. I was praying last night. I've been praying all morning, praying on my way over to church, just that God would be bringing um, things to mind in your life um, that either you feel shame for, guilt for, um, maybe as you were sitting here, you know, things were stirring in you that you needed to, that you needed to get cleaned up. And, and maybe it's something that you need to repent for, and maybe it's something that you need to release. Maybe it's something you've done wrong, or maybe it's something that you're holding on to that you shouldn't, either, um, either guilt, shame, or, um, or something that somebody, some lies that people have said about you. So I just wanna get that all cleaned up right now if you guys are willing to do that. You know, we wanna clean up the unforgiveness the lust, the lying, the greed, the envy, the anger, the laziness, all of that, all of those things. And we want to clean up, clean up any lies, give, give it all to him.
give it all to him. Let's lay it all at the cross today. So if you guys would just bow your heads right now. So I say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Again, I ask, to, ask that you would bring to mind anything that is blocking our way, blocking the clear path to you. What's blocking our way? What's blocking our way? So Holy Spirit, just show us right now what we need to repent for and what we need to release. Mm. So Holy Spirit, come. As the Holy Spirit reveals what, we, what needs to be cleaned up in our lives, I just ask that you guys would pray with me, repeating after me out loud, if you're willing, um, so you have the, the sin, the thing in your mind that you want to release to God, or the things. And so I just ask that you would repeat after me. So, Lord, I repent of these sins. I'm sorry for the pain that I've caused you and others. Forgive me, Lord. I place this sin and this crud at the foot of the cross today. I choose to receive your grace in return. Jesus, thank you for loving me enough to die on the cross for every sin that I have ever committed or will commit. Today I choose you. Thank you for saving me. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen, so be it. People, you're ready. People, you're ready. You're ready. You're ready to receive. You're ready to receive the grace. You're ready to go out and pass it along to somebody else. I just pray you just declare you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You are full of Jesus. And every single person that meets you today and forever will be meeting Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. For more information about Vineyard Westside, please visit vineyardwestside.com.